welcome back ladies and gentlemen to my podcast ear sight rumi poetry again do you want the sweetness of food or the sweetness of the one who puts sweetness in food he gives a choice do you want the sweetness of food or the sweetness of the one who puts sweetness in food there are amazing things in the ocean and there is the one who is the ocean think of a carpenter's alert comprehension when he builds a house now think of the one who creates consciousness it takes skill to extract oil from the nut now consider how sight lives in the eye there is a night full of wildness of wanting the dawn comes you take my hand in yours you take my hand in yours there are those who doubt that this can happen they pour powdered gold into barley bins they pour powdered gold into barley bins they follow donkeys into the barn they follow donkeys to the barn enough words friend you can make the ear see speak the rest of this poem in that language in that language do you want the sweetness of food or the sweetness of the one who puts sweetness in food Rumi Baba throws the most difficult question at us right in the beginning of this poem. He is a true master, let me tell you. The sign of a true master is this that once you choose a master, path to walk, the first trail, the initiation task, the entrance exam is always going to be the toughest with a true master. It's like passing through the eye of a needle after becoming thread. from fabric self annihilation self annihilation dissolving the ego the bearing of the soul this bending this leaning this prostrating all are the gestures that a beginner must perform when he chooses a tough master and before entering the master's door before knocking at his door you got to go through this so Here is the big question that he dares us to relinquish temptation of the false for the real deal. Can we can we desist? Here's the offer. All the artificial sweetness of the food that we savor, of all things wonderful and beautiful that we enjoy, if we shred the curtain, who is in essence the purest nectar? who is in essence the purest nectar that causes the whole worldly experience taste sweet and look wonderful that's what rumi baba is asking and offering what do you choose do you want the riches of the vast ocean of abundance or the hand of the giver and you want to reach out and kiss that hand the vastness lies within right inside of you and the answer seems to be a no brainer right 
The answer seems to be a no-brainer, but our brains are wired to press the wrong buzzer every time we get a chance to choose. That's what we end up doing. We're all born with amnesia. A great forgetfulness precedes our birth into this human form. We forget the source, the infinite source that we come from and accept our body and mind as our periphery. We exist in these confining contours with such limiting beliefs. It's unbelievable. The grandness of our being, a slice of divinity, is a fact that we conveniently forget. And that is exactly why Rumi's and Hafiz and the likes have to pour the good news that they discover into us. Like juicy poems that are oh, pregnant with nectar and the fermented grapes waiting for us to get high on our own truth. But are we listening? Rumi further writes, Think of the carpenter's alert comprehension when he builds a house. Now think of the one who creates consciousness. Rumi Baba wants us to forget the retail outlet and go straight to the factory, the manufacturer who handcrafts all this beautiful furniture in her garage. Consciousness is a fine line that sets us apart as human beings. And we think, we, we walk with this air of superiority that this awareness of our own consciousness lends us some sense of entitlement and we are entitled to everything on this planet. We can consume, destroy and stake claim on everyone and everything that exists and that we lay our eyes upon. A tree stands aware and conscious. A tree stands aware and conscious in deep meditation all the time. It suffers no disease, takes no pills, has no anxiety, no obesity issues, no desire to walk up to a tiny shrub and no need to boss around, no trying to dominate, no annexing, just a pure contentment rooted to its own root and the topmost leaf, everything, dancing and swaying in joy. And we, we brag about our superiority with our petty jealousies and insecurities slowly dissolving us, killing us, our own selves constantly going out of control and there is a mutiny in every other part of every second human being's body. Sad state of affairs, but we continue to walk blindfolded toward self-destruction and futures that are dark, full of wars, famines and forest fires. God save us. Rumi Baba continues to challenge the limited imagination further. It takes skill to extract oil from the nut. Now consider how sight lives in the eye. He says, now consider how sight lives in the eye. The master is again at work sensitizing our blunt coarse senses to sharpen and focus on subtleties of God's creative genius. Joy sight, love, sorrow, dreaming, thought, they all sprout in a rich fertile field of our consciousness. 
that remains nestled in the calm, quiet realm of unconsciousness, and only God knows. As to which pocket she keeps this currency of experiences in, we only get her to give us a little to spend some time and enjoy, especially when divine orders, wills, then only we go ahead, take that dollar and just laugh and have a wonderful time over dinner with friends. Only when the divine wills and gives us that little tiny dollar to spend. Without consciousness, we won't have those experiences. There is a night full of wildness and wanting, says Rumi Baba. Rumi Baba, I think, I think you reduce all this desiring to one little category of wanting. Even lusting for God gets to sit in the same rack, right? Until the greedy one asking dies. All wanting and desiring has to perish before the dawn arrives. That's what you talk about, right? When surrender happens and we stop seeking, the crack of dawn shows up at our doorstep. And then you write, Rumi Baba, you take my hand and yours. There are those who doubt. There are those who doubt that this can happen. Yeah, to their bewilderment, let it be, Rumi Baba, but I don't doubt I don't have an iota of doubt, Rumi Baba, because every word you pen is pregnant with light. And dawn breaks through every letter when it cracks open. Your hand is surely held by the divine, guiding it gently to write these poems of love that flow with ecstasy. Let's ignore the ones who remain unconvinced, Rumi Baba. Let's just put them aside and talk. Tell me more. This joy of experiencing an eternal love of the divine is very personal, right? Private experience. The non-believers can continue to be where they are. They can, they can be doing what you write in the next sentence. Pouring powdered gold into barley bins. They can follow donkeys to the barn. And you write, and, and we see so many misled in our present times, led by donkeys to the barn instead of the prayer house. Because a true prayer house is not the barn. It is, it is a small unnoticed room within the 300 gram heart of ours, and the door opens ever so slightly but inwards and we keep trying to push it out. The door opens inwards, and I wanted your poem to continue, Rumi Baba, but you fold its shadow up. You just roll the entire poem like a prayer rug and tuck it in your side and just walk off. You've offered all that was, and there was to be offered. You close it by saying, Enough words, friend, you can make the ear see. Speak the rest of the poem in that language. Speak the rest of this poem in that language. Indeed, you make the ear see. The one who's divine and through him or her, you, Rumi Baba, you make the ear see. And the seeing is in absolute silence. The rest of the poem is 
tight-lipped. It's a tight-lipped, vast field of silence that has the whole universe growing like a tiny blade of grass in one obscured tiny corner somewhere. I close my eyes. I close my eyes and train the ear to see like you have been instructing, Rumi Baba. And the grand view opens. This poem explodes like millions of stars and comets all celebrating our union with a flurry of fireworks. All turns to light the moment I close my eyes. Why don't you all follow this final instruction of the poem and close your eyes to see the jewel-studded glory of the rest of this majestic divine poem that turns into God.